Wow. Episode four, dude. I can't believe I haven't been canceled yet. Well, I'm excited to be here. Long time listener. Yeah. First time caller. Yeah, I can see your tent. It's propped up. (laughs) I'm bricked. I'm bricked up. Um, I've had a couple people be like, do you get nervous, you know, for all this? And I look them dead in the eye and I tell them, well, A, no. But B, you want to know is what is nerve wracking is telling people what I do for work. That I work in a call center. Have you ever had any call center pussy before? <laughs> why is why is working at a call center nerve wracking? No, it it's the whole part about having to tell somebody that you're there, that that's where you work. Yeah, taking inbound phone calls. I get that. It's hard. I did it for a minute. I feel like everyone has. It's hard. Stretch. What did you do? Um, I did. Let's see. I did like real estate kind of sales, but I don't know. It was a. But it was, it was inbound. A sketchy operation. <laughs> no, it was a little what? bit of both. So <laughs> it was this actually Redacted's wife, uh-huh. a mutual friend. Um. Her, I don't know. She she has family like in the owners of this company or whatever. Um, uh-huh. I don't even know the current status of the company, but basically it had to do with like teaching people um, how to buy and sell and flip real estate and stuff. So it was these courses, but it kind of felt just like I don't know if Ponzi scheme is the right <laughs> word, but it just <laughs> felt like you'd do one and then we would call and follow up and be like, hey, you know. Um, for this much money, like you can get into this course. This course is gonna like change your life or whatever. And then change your life. Did we even know that once they got that course, then it was just like, oh, there's another course and another course and another oh. course. So it was. I don't know if they were withholding information or it was just like they were giving <laughs> them breadcrumbs. And then it was like every new until you just crumb. give up. That's the whole point. It's just like, look at this moron. He made fif- He got to the fifteenth lesson. Let's actually help this guy now. Yeah. I mean, I think they were like, at the end of the day, any of these things kind of come down to you and your ability to execute on it, right? But I think where it started feeling morally wrong and when I, like, my cousin and I too, like, we both worked there. We quit around the same time. But it was like these people that were like, oh, I'm going to go, you know, borrow this money so that I can get this course and know it's just going to change my life. But then... Was so it that, pricey? That might be like a thousand or two thousand. Was it pricey? For the f- so the first one was like either free or pretty cheap, and then the second one was like between a thousand. So that's and how you 000. get them in. And then it would just ramp up, dude. It'd be like five k, fifteen, twenty five. And you were 50. just entry level. You barely knew what you were yeah, talking about. I didn't about. even know like how the whole thing was structured. You you didn't own a house yet. No, still don't. <laughs> <laughs> Never will. <laughs> dude. Yeah. See, it was a weird operation, but then I did um, solar too. um, That was they were both Vivint outbound. Are you a Vivint, bro? Clear. Oh yeah, I've heard of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was that the one on State Street and Center or whatever in Orem, right by the mall? No, they were on the um, they were on the west side of the freeway. Oh okay, uh, maybe I'm confusing. Right off of the freeway Uh between like 800 and 1600. Oh okay. Yeah. By the Linden. Yeah, that I actually worked over there. I funny story. 
So from the years 2018 to 2021, I think I had more jobs than you can imagine. And one of them, it was this, uh, I actually had no idea what the fuck I applied for. I didn't know what the job was. I just needed a job. And I needed, it was like, I was living right there by UVU. Mm-hmm. And it was pay the bills time. Right. So I did that not care. I did not care what it was until I showed up to this job. It was uh, like a pill packing company or whatever. And then they also did like milk. Like they just did so many random things in different parts of the building. And my job was to go to around to all these huge industrial-sized machines that were just in these rooms, probably no bigger than the one that you're in right now, but there is a five-ton metal machine just pumping something, doing something. like, And it was like assembly line type of thing. So you had like Blue three glass. people. Dude, it was... It, it looked like a... It was, it was a prison, but... They were paying people. It, did it and feel more like an office setting or like a commercial uh-uh. warehouse? Commercial warehouse. But with smaller rooms. But then like a hospital too. Like you had to follow all these uh, sanitary um, guidelines. like guidelines. Yeah. And I, my job was just to, as they would finish a job, I had to clean the whole thing, mm. whatever it was. So I bounced from room to room cleaning stuff. And then there was this room where we would take all, we, we had to disassemble the whole thing, clean it like top to bottom. Daily. Well, I only worked there for eight hours. <laughs> the whole shift. I worked unshift. And I, I, <laughs> I got home. I got home and I text my, my supervisor and I was just like, you can count me out tomorrow. And the next Feeling day. hella sick. And the next Forever. day. Yeah, I lost my testimony, so I don't know if I have enough to move forward. <laughs> Dude, yeah. it was so bad. So maybe call center jobs aren't that bad because at least I can last longer than eight hours. But where I was going with that mm-hmm. was um, being in a call center. Like, I mean, think of how many people work in them. Um, millions, everyone in trillions. County at one point, still, you can't avoid it. Mm-mm. Everyone's on that path. Yeah, and it's even decent pay it's, too. Yeah, even if it's like a month or four hours. Yeah, yeah, and but uh, y- how many people do you meet and they say they work in a call center, or like they're like, oh, I, I work for so nobody. It's like That's nobody's true. nobody works there. But everyone works there. Or has worked there. Or has worked yeah. there. It's, it's not on their resume. Like they're just hiring 24-7. 1,000%. All the managers, they're just, that's why they're just in meetings or interviews. Yeah. Like you're just a hiring manager. And, you, and then when you reach out to your manager for help, they're like, I don't even know what you do. Who are you? Yeah. When did you get here? Oh, you're still here. Oh. Oh. Oh, you're still here, dude. Why haven't you gone? 
do you want to help hire people? Do you know anybody as stupid, as stupid as you are? Yeah. Durable? Yeah. Oh, my God. On the other end of the spectrum, you've got the lifers, the guys that are just there holding it down. They've been to every call center. Every single one. And they've been there. They have the same chair. They wear the same thing every single day. You can tell by how much shit is on their desk. (laughs) There's more shit on their desk than there is at home. There's more decorations. There's more decorations around their cubicle than there are like plaques even (laughs) awards yes dude and i mean dude it's they they're you're not getting enough credit for having a job period in the first place and then sticking around in a company that doesn't know you're alive did you uh did you see the interaction with the twitter employee and elon musk which one well like last week i think but was it the it one the with the long hair like sold or got acquired by twitter or something he had a company i don't know the specifics of it i think he had a company sold it to twitter and was still working for twitter and he didn't know if he worked for twitter or not he couldn't get an answer so he finally tweeted that elon and was like hey oh yeah am i still an employee here but and then he twitter and then elon center confirmed he found out on the timeline if he still worked there. Yeah. Yeah, and it, the, so I saw the follow-up to that, and it was some guy that was just like, so apparently he, like, dug a little bit, and he called Twitter trying to verify if somebody worked there, and, and they're like, we, you, you can't talk to anybody. No one does that. There's no HR department. They're like, we don't even work at Twitter. Why are you You're like, how did you get my cell phone number? They're like, this is Wendy's. This is Wendy's. This is the drive-thru in West Valley. (laughs) Oh, this is SpaceX. (laughs) It's all the same phone number, and it's one guy. The calls are queuing all day, and he just answers with... He's just a robot that Elon programmed. A chip in his brain. Yeah, it's not a human. No. But they just programmed somebody's voice to pretty much just answer whatever need, which was no, yes, and this is not the company that you're calling that have and you, wanting to look for. Have you ask Elon directly <laughs> via Twitter. That's what the platform is for. If you work here, you should know that. No, but I saw that, and that actually is crazy. Um, uh, I don't know, like, if I worked for Twitter, I mean, I don't even know what everyone there was doing. What What does a social media platform, like, I don't even know how many co- employees they had, but yeah. what could they all have possibly been doing other than, everyone's job at Twitter should have just been making sure that the servers aren't down. Yeah. What other job position is there? I mean, that's part of it. All of these social media platforms also have ad platforms, too. So you've got account managers that are overseeing, like, you know, small businesses if it's, like, a self-service ad platform or something. So you start running ads. 
Well, you're the ad man, so go ahead and... The ad man, unfortunately. Ads. Yeah. Ads. No, it's it's interesting to know as a consumer kind of how it works, but um, yeah, I mean, basically, you've got people managing ads or helping advertisers to hopefully succeed on the platform so that they'll spend more money on the platform. So the more you can attribute to Facebook or Google or Twitter or TikTok or Pinterest, you know, the more money you're going to end up spending there. So I think that's a big side of it. But honestly, being on the ad side, like I've gotten new reps at every platform, like every month, basically. Mm. Facebook cannot hold people I mean, people come in and you're like, start having conversations with them and it's completely over their head. They're like, I've never ran ads on this platform. I just know how it works. <laughs> so they'll make just like out of pocket suggestions on like, mm. do this. Oh, it's the best practice. Or, oh, here's the new, um, this new change or a switch in the algorithm or whatever. But at the end of the day, they're all pretty unhelpful unfortunately <laughs> honestly i mean gone through so many of them <laughs> they're just like the churn rate's got to be crazy high um facebook's they just announced another like ten thousand layoffs at Meta. yeah yeah like today oh yeah oh i see all of those yeah. so that's one side of it but then i don't know other than that you've got your developers you've got um people making sure the product actually works right like yes. the algorithm's not breaking yeah tech guys but then, I mean, platforms, I guess they do evolve. They're ever-evolving, but it doesn't seem like they've changed all that much. So I don't know what, like, the majority of people do at Twitter. Like, how can you – I don't know. It boggles my mind to think about employing, like, 50 or 100,000 people. Like, what the fuck are these how? people doing? How? How? And how? Well, and then people will fly under the radar for that reason. Oh, yeah. I have a couple friends that have, like – two or three full-time jobs fully remote the other job doesn't know no idea no they How can't know. They know yeah well but maybe they could know but they don't, don't actually i shouldn't say they don't have to work i don't know <laughs> but it seems if you can do two or three of them at a time like it's different from a job where you have to have like output tied to you know per your performance and everything yeah but when you're the company's so big and there's enough other people actually doing their job, then you're you're chilling. Yeah, if you're in like some back office job, see that's the thing, Maybe, and that's why like frontline workers, like you can't you can't just not show up to heart, you know, Smith restaurant work, yeah, yeah, restaurant workers, Resters. yeah. Oh, I thought when you said frontline, I thought you meant like medical well, yeah. or whatever, but yeah. Well, them too, yeah. yeah no, Where you you're. Can't just not show up or yeah not clock in or not oh if you're active on the job you know? if you're 15 seconds late where are you oh where the f are you i couldn't no no dude see the cool thing i'm late to my job every single day yeah <laughs> i work from home like four days a week so even i'm late to my job sometimes pretty often yeah oh yeah well, and if you actually are good enough at your job when you are there, then it's just hopefully avoiding being too late for them to notice. Yeah. No, I'm, it's different. I mean, I feel like I'm in a job where I have to just have output so I can be a little more fluid with if I'm, 
you know, say we start at 8 a.m., like I can be active on Slack and not be sitting at my desk, you know, and be making coffee or <laughs> changing a diaper, whatever. You know? <laughs> yeah. But I'm still there. I'm still available. And then there's times when, I mean, ads are running 24-7. E-commerce is just nonstop, you know, 365 every day matters, contributes to, you know, if you hit your quarter, if you hit your year goals, all these things. And so I I make up the time, you know, midnight, a sale ends, you got to go switch all the website over because you don't want that running through the night when people in when it's over other countries can see it. And it's like, yeah, yeah, it shouldn't be done. for sale. So yeah, that kind of stuff happens all the time. But so I don't feel bad about showing up a few minutes late in the morning or whatever. Because it, it's already done. That yeah. stuff's already over. It all comes around. Yeah. So pros and cons. I think it just depends on your, um, yeah, your job industry. Well, you work for Made by Mary. The coolest. We'll edit that out later. No, we're not. We're not. Because nobody from there knows who you are. Until this blows up. No. And by then, you're gone. You already own Vans or Sony. I'm getting royalties on this pod. And I'm retiring. Yeah. Sick. Yeah. Oh, dude. Um, yes, we can't. We will edit it out and repost later. Like after you're gone, this pod will be two and a half years old, <laughs> and we'll be talking about. We'll put it out in two and a half years, talking about the, the these things at that time. Like it's just totally fine. So we're fine. It's cool. Don't worry about your employer. We'll do a recap episode. Yeah. No. So. (laughs) No, dude. I just wanted to point that out so it connects a little bit of the dots. Because that company, your company, is all about selling online. You don't have brick and mortar. I mean, there is, but not really. We have a little bit of wholesale going, like retail stores, but we don't have a physical store. Right. Um, and historically, I mean, the company's 10 years old. Up to this point, it's 99.5% yeah. direct to consumer. Yeah. Um, and even to this day, like, yeah, good 90% of our revenue all comes just from the website. So, yeah. Which has been an interesting case study because prior to, you know, 20, I don't even know, 2012, 2010, maybe. Um, direct to consumer only just didn't exist in the world. And no. Then we no. saw all these DTC companies just blow up, um, you know, get these crazy valuations. And then, you know, I mean, it's it's been interesting um, just as things have changed in the industry over the last, you know, three to four years with privacy changes and updates. Like, and then how tech, like all these tech platforms have been exposed. Silicon Valley Bank this week, um, or I guess Insane. end of last week. Sunday. Um, yeah. Yeah. All that, like, it's really exposed a ton of these companies that got crazy valuations and, like, smoke and mirrors or house of cards. Like, oh, yeah. Not actually profitable. Don't actually have a unique selling proposition or, or cert, you know, product, whatever it is. And, now it's just a huge rug pull. I mean, every like DTC company that went public in 2021 by 2022. I mean, there's a few outliers, some that actually are profitable and know what they're doing, but a lot of them like stock prices just in the toilet and no one wants to touch them anymore. All the VC money's like dried up for 
bye bye. those and yeah it's kind of wild so it's interesting to still be in the space and see those that are you know able to do it and have a sustainable and profitable business and those that just like growth at all costs like we'll be profitable in five years what um yeah most of these tech companies are like yeah we're hoping to be profitable by 2025 wasn't the big one maybe tesla like they had inventory issues oh okay tesla's probably a great um uh example for what not to do in my opinion stands well, well, no, 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 no. The the exact opposite. I cannot stand. I yeah, I cannot stand this dude. I mean, I remember he, seeing pre-orders for the Cybertruck pre-COVID when he shattered the windshield on the presentation. Yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> kind of an all-time move, though. You almost wonder if he did it on purpose. Well, just get people talking. Maybe. Maybe, but it, no. Does anyone even own one yet? No. I haven't seen one. Yeah, I think Master Chief has one. <laughs> yeah. And maybe The Rock. Definitely, but it doesn't run. It just sits in his driveway. He, yeah, it's self-propelled by The Rock. No, it's like the Flintstones. He's just running. He just runs in it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> with rocks for wheels. <laughs> on brand it's an entire granite it's just granite it weighs maybe more than your house yeah dude yeah i am the first person to admit i have no idea how the entire how ever any company makes any money at all like even when i go to uh you know fast food buy something i'm like how does this eight dollar meal keep this place going yeah and yeah there's hundreds of us or whatever within the hour but h- yeah how 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 big like a, yeah i don't i went to school for business management didn't learn a single thing um cl- obviously but i just i mean if you're not doing something that pretty much costs nothing to sell and then uh, and then just it's almost like that you're a job with the real estate like you were giving them nothing but charging a cock ton see that's a great business model yeah i mean and no and it worked maybe for five years but that guy made a lot of money Oh, that that particular company changed their name two or three times that I knew of. I don't even know what it's called now, or if it still exists, or or if all the owners are in prison. No, well, but they're not. not. See, that's the thing. Anytime any like the the bank that failed on Sunday, mm-hmm. they're all they're gonna have the same job or better within six months. Yeah, and the system. So the system failed tens of thousands of people. And see, the thing is with that is that was a tsunami. So we felt the earthquake on Sunday, but the the wa- the waves haven't even come in yet. Yeah, I don't know. A in a way, about I mean, I to your point about earlier, banking. I didn't. I mean, I didn't even go to school for like business management. I was more advertising, which is in the school of communications, not the business school. So 
when I stepped into, you know, this world, I was like, oh, shit, I got to learn <laughs> finance. I've got to learn, like, accounting. Yeah. You know, I've got to learn, you know, return on investment or in advertising, it's called return on ad spend, ROAS. Um, so you had to learn all these kind of things and figure out on the job. how to be profitable, too, because it's so easy to to overspend on ads even and be like, oh, Get are we making money? Like, oh, I made 10 grand today, but I spent eight on ads. <laughs> like, you know, I mean, yeah. a lot of businesses operate that way and they're yeah. like, we can't survive without ads because you shut them off and, you know, your income stops. So it's kind of this like, it's kind of a beast to keep rolling with it. Um, it is. I I can see the the stress wrinkles in your eyes. I've aged. Yeah, I'm years. reading between the lines here. I'm seeing the lines actually. Yeah, it's yeah, dude. The blue light poisoning. <laughs> <laughs> it's the microwaves coming out of your computer. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. So enough about work and jobs. You know. I agree. I I think I've talked about work every single time on this pod. My one faithful follower is tired of hearing about work, and Relatable, so though, in this world we live in, one hundred percent. It's the first question you ask somebody: "How's work?" I don't know, shithead. <laughs> yeah, it's good to have those friends around that. If you're at the bar or something, they're like, "Shut the fuck up! We're not yeah. talking about work right now." Yeah. <laughs> so that's what we're yeah. doing. I'm reminding me and yeah. you Thank that you. we're unemployed. Wow, a weight was lifted when you said that. Unemployment. Yeah, dude, that's the one thing. Like, if you're moaning with me in bed, that's the first word I want to hear. Unemployment. It's free real estate. Uh, you don't have to wake up for work tomorrow. <laughs> I just nut uncontrollably shooting ropes up into the rafters done that's such nasty talk seriously like any pto coming up any time off bro dude it's it's such a catch-22 though because no it's not it's hard to relax i think personally <sighs> i find it hard maybe it's like the job i'm in again like stuff's running 24 7 a lot of stuff's relying on me so even when i'm not working it's the cross like, is so heavy to bear you know the fact that you care about your job, it shows a lot about your character. Yeah, I've always, um, we're still talking about jobs. <laughs> but um, I've always, I've never worked really in a corporate setting. I mean, through college, I had to take, you know, call center job. Yeah. I, when you were talking about the, your eight hour stint at the. Yeah, I don't, I don't at, even know what the name Gus of the place Springs is. Place. <laughs> nah. <laughs> um, it reminded me in, in college, uh, I worked at Tacanos for like a week, you know, the Brazilian. Yeah. Restaurant. I didn't even know you were there and I pretty much One hung week. out with you all the way through college. Yeah. I did not know you worked there when I was listening. This is a little side comment, but when I was listening to the episode two, um, uh -huh. you're talking about knowing that kid for six years. And then I was like, how long have I known Taylor? Like yeah, eight right. years, maybe nine. We were talking in like 2013. Yeah, oh yeah, that's email. right. We met over email. Pen pal. 
We did. We went over fucking email. (laughs) How many people can you say that? I mean, not in a professional mm, setting, but like friends. Two. Two. You and Mika. Yeah. Wild. (laughs) And it actually worked out. Yeah. Given the environment, too, and that we were who we were at that time and we are who we are now, that's actually crazy. I talk to more people that have lived in Italy for two years than I have people like my family, my extended family, my grandma. Yeah, which is Wild. sorry, grandma. You won't make it this far in this pod because I said fuck earlier, so you're fine. Get over it. I gave you flowers on Sunday for your birthday too. While the SVB bank fell into the ocean. All is forgiven, grandma. Yeah. Um. I mean, when was the last time you when was the last time you called one of your grandparents? Oh, actually I have a good response for this. There would have been several times in my life if you had asked me this, I would not have been able to know or answer. That no clue. But my grandma, um, she just had a pretty bad fall last month. So we were in town, we were in St. George when So you saw her. her. Yeah, yeah, we saw her. We brought her flowers. It was like the day before Valentine's Day. Um, and then we FaceTimed her like a week after just to check in. Her spirits were pretty low and stuff. Yes. You know, so now you're ramped up this point with like, I have all four grandparents alive. I told you that yesterday, but pretty wild. I know it's pretty rare, but yeah. Um, when they get to this stage in life and you're having to have, I mean, my dad, not me, I'm, I'm not involved, but having to have conversations about, you know, next steps, like do you guys get in a home, you know, should you be driving? Should you be walking? Should you be home alone? Every question you can think of, you know, should you be getting on a ladder? Absolutely not. Um, (laughs) Should you be hitting this vape? It just kind of hits different. You're like, how many more interactions am I going to have with this person? And I don't know if you saw that. It went around on the internet for a little while, but it was like, it just breaks down kind of lifeline uh, or lifetime, sorry, of, you know, even close friends like once you get out of high school college where you're interacting with these people on a day-to-day basis because you all have like a common a commonality amongst yeah. you um you get into the real world you know life starts up you have kids you have a job or no kids or whatever or like, no job just yeah or no job hopefully um the chances <laughs> of even seeing your friends like are pretty like few and far it between. gets i know it you gets and less and less hang out every day but well but that's because you if you text me i'm already at your front door <laughs> that's a good friend right? and there. that's why people don't text me is because i'm a fucking about uh it uh like that's why dating's hard for me is because they just know it's over if they even give me if they look in my direction i'm like it's over i like you you got to play it. You got to go a little hard to get, but there's a balance because you don't want to seem uninterested. It's weird. It's weird. It's you can't go too hard and you can't go too soft. It's like, and I'm just too hard. Mind reader. I, I'm but waiting for the one of one in the world. That's also as hard as hardcore physically. 100%. 100%. Dude, I'm, you got to think there. of a bunny rabbit. Okay. When bunnies have babies, they have how many? Maybe 200 at a time? Thousand. Un-thousand babies. 200,000. Two billion. 
that's that's how I, yeah so i scare people off of all genders of all pronouns because it's like and then all i want to talk about is work <laughs> no i don't i don't talk actually i need to st- from here on out for the next six hours on this pod no work every listener just can't doesn't doesn't they listen heard to that, me they said six more hours <laughs> my uh, I, I, actually, the next one, the next pod, just a little sneak peek. It's gonna be me consuming over five grams of mushrooms and other psychedelics, and then recording. And I'll record from when I'm sober up until I'm completely done. It'll be like a twelve-hour pod. I will sit in this chair and do the wow. whole thing. Or maybe I'll just tape the microphone to my head, and just. Walk around because I I'm oh no, it's like a ten foot cord actually, so I'm bound to this spot, this area. Yeah, you're gonna go a little kooky in here. You think? I would. Mm. You're more experienced though. Yeah, I don't know if I'd use the word experienced, um, but yeah, that's what we're gonna do, like a drinking from cups episode. But if not, anyone, that one's only three minutes long. If anyone is listening to this that is also on Fiverr, freelance motion graphics artist, we're going to need you for at least a 12-hour segment to create. Yeah. Taking out of Cups 2.0. Gabbing uh, <laughs> my ghoul. That would, act, dude, I would sit and watch the whole thing. And I would work so hard to get that bitch on Letterboxd. So people could, like, see it and rate it. Actually, that's a life goal at this point now. A new life goal. I want to be on Letterboxd. Whether it's a movie, TV show, I want to be rated. I mean, you can rate this pod. You can go onto the channel, and I don't think anyone's rated it yet. I think it's ratemyprofessor.com. <laughs> Dude, that was, that shout-out rate-my-professor. It actually worked. The glass door of professors. Yeah. I mean, dude, w- w- I would use that thing, look them up, and some professors had, like, a zero. They're like, this guy is an ass hat. Like, the only reason why you should take this class is if you already want to KYS, and so it's no big deal because you're already at rock bottom. This won't, this won't rock you any further. That's the only kind of person that needs to be taking this class. I would uh I would do it at BYU. I think everyone does it wherever they go, but I would always be like my for me it'd be how like spiritual is this professor? Give them the real They're review. They're like 100 out of 100. Yeah. Not going to be there <laughs> at all. Th- dude, there some should of be the religion professors are hardcore, dude. And you're like no. You're like this is the least important class. I you might disagree with that statement, but <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like if you're, you know, your religion class is like your the your worst grade. Was it? Tra- what are you trying to prove? Was it? Which ones did you take? Uh, Do you I remember? Remember? No, I mean there you have to have there are requirements regardless of whether you're LDS or not, which obviously like yeah. most people are. Um, but yeah, what is it like ninety five percent? I don't know. Probably ninety nine point nine. Um, I had one really cool homie from Philly 
he was Muslim too. Went to BYU. Had a lot of classes were, with him. Yeah, and he was in the ad program. Super talented. Still uh, here in Utah. Yeah, he's dude. He had sleeves too. Covered him up always. And had to. Yeah. I don't had to wear gloves. Knew that was the thing that's kind of wild. Is his parents were, even though they were not Mormon, uh, his parents were really religious and like really wanted you know structure yeah within that kind of like religious setting so that's why they wanted him to go to BYU plus it's sure. cheap um it's well, cheap oh yeah dude was it really yes really i mean the i think i went to BYU actually, for two semesters and had a uh uh what's that called a scholarship yeah so i don't know what the real price is well i take that back cuz i think if you're a member it's pretty affordable. If you're not, oh. it's more expensive. But still, compared to, like, because it has such a good, you know, it's world renowned or whatever, has really good like business program, everything else. Uh huh. Um, for the cost, the value is really high. That's what they. Interesting. Thinking, no, that's kind of the common reason for. So what did he going. tell you about that school? Like, what was his outside? You know, because he's Muslim. So did he practice? W- would he pray? Would he um, read? Would he, I don't you know? know? I don't know the full extent. Again, we were classmates, and he was pretty, okay. like, sheltered. I will say he's, like, one of my so he, closer friends, like, from, from there. the program and everything. But um, he was kind of closeted. I think anyone has Had to, to be. Like, everyone has to be. Yeah, or else I, you get ratted. I would find out stuff later, and, you know, since he's pretty minority at BYU I'm not gonna say too much but you know I knew of yeah. things but he was pretty low-key with it and like it took probably a year to two years of us like being close classmates uh-huh. like going and working on projects together and like him kind of seeing who I really was outside of school and he's before like oh. he would open up a little bit to me um like I didn't know he had tattoos for like a year and a half oh because no they didn't poke out no he always wore long sleeves because you have to, you have to cover him. I don't even think so. I think or he, he was just, just wanted to fly to, under the radar. Like a, I don't want to be, uh, either a judged by the professors. Yeah. Because they would. Most of those motherfuckers would. And so it's like, okay, I'm just gonna be that one guy. That just follows the rules, shuts up, and then like, yeah, and then outside. So how many times do you see him outside school? Um. I don't know, every week or two. Like, we we would work on projects a lot. And oh. in the ad program, we'd actually get to choose our groups a lot of the time. So, so he picked. I'd, I'd, yeah. I found the... You're like, oh, he's like normal. We would kind of... Yeah. Uh, we'd do stuff together. Um, yeah. I never bumped into him. I saw you a bunch while you were at school. Yeah. He, he, was, ne- he was like a like a school friend, you know? I don't know. Cool guy. Was he married? No, he was like, we'll cut this out later. No, we're not. We're he, not I cutting out of with his girlfriend, like his senior. Oh. Year, and I think he lived in Salt Lake and would just commute. But he was, dude, even like getting off campus housing is weird. And I don't know why we're talking about BYU, but no, um, the, I think the dynamic honestly? is pretty whack and it, it causes people to um, do things a certain way and. Um, it's unfortunate because, like, you know, a guy like that, that, like, seeing his, po- not potential, but seeing who he was, like, outside of that when he could yeah. open up compared to 
you know, the quiet, like, closeted yeah. kid who just put his head down and did the work at school. And he was super respectful. Like, he'd pray with us. He'd do whatever like, yeah. needed to happen. But, um, yeah, it's unfortunate. I think it, like, stifles a lot of people's creativity and, like, their true selves. I mean, yeah, there's we could talk about it for days. I know. I know well, I want to. People, like, I want to. I want to do nothing right now than to just shit on that school. <laughs> and I'll do all the translating for you. So if you don't say it, I'll fill in the gaps. Well, I'll, I'll use all the adjectives that I need to. All I was going to say is, like, I just knew of several instances or people that, you know, might maybe messed up with their girlfriend or whatever. And or even, drank. Even or using that terminology just feels dirty, but because um, <laughs> it's such a, like, low-key thing now that I'm out of the bubble. But, um Anyway, I just knew people that, like, their whole entire life, in a career sense, would get fucked because they'd, like, lose their scholarship in their last semester. Yeah. And then transferring yeah. away from BYU, which is basically your only option at that point. Yeah. And then most of those of credits, credits don't, don't transfer. transfer. So you mess up with, like, maybe two or three courses left or credits left, and now you've got to go add one to two years of school to complete it. It's just, like, it's so unfortunate. So I didn't admit to shit. You, even if you did do something like we know you did, what it, they can't do anything now. They can't take away your degree. No, but even even after I graduated, while I was waiting for my um, diploma, I guess. You still have to. I've heard that like if they find stuff out before your diploma is in hand, like they can. <laughs> so. I just, I mean, I never did anything. Looking back, I mean, I was still, you know, pretty straight-laced and everything, but... You were, actually. I, I'm giving you shit, no, but... I, like, I mean, I drank and smoked weed and stuff my, like, junior, senior year. Nothing crazy. Not like now. I'm a degenerate, but... Yeah. My, yeah, your diet is that of, like, a homeless person. Cigarettes. No. Oh, I have a something to say oh please <laughs> okay please. wild story i'm with my best friend my cousin spawn sunday okay and we we went snowboarding we went up to brighton came back quick shower and then i had to take him to provo um to get his car at the airport okay we're coming down the hill in the avenues and there's a guy a homeless guy i assume a whatever a yeah. beggar standing outside sign starving anything helps that's it and we're sitting there we've got some snacks from snowboarding in the car still a nice tangerine one of those applesauce packets a granola bar yeah roll down the window hey man like here you go like whatever he mean mugs us bro stares us down doesn't take a step towards us at all. Not even. You would have thought we offered him a pile of steaming hot shit. <laughs> it's like, I don't want your goddamn food. I'm fucking starving for some, you know, whatever. I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to judge. I would have just looked at him and be like, you do you know what your sign says? These are like whole foods. Like, I mean, yeah. not the journal. I but, was going to eat saying? these in five minutes. These weren't going to make it home. I was baffled. You want to know the crazy follow-up to that? <laughs> Yesterday, we're hanging out in Draper. And he's there. He's fucking there. Same sign. 
this guy was just in Salt Lake two days prior and rejected us. I almost was like, where's that tangerine? I'm going to throw it at this guy. Like, are you still the starving? The fact that he was Sunday? there. No, I it, I did like a triple take. I was like, like no are you? way. And it was the same long beard, same sign, cardboard sign. Dude, they move quick. I would have just gone up to him and be like, you got down here pretty quick. That was two days ago. Yeah. That's a 20-mile walk. And you didn't want my food. Hmm. Interesting. You're like, do you want cubbies? Suspicious. Do you want in and out And then I'd be like, what do you want? I'll order. But that's the thing that's crazy is like, I mean, yeah. No, but then I would go in. Quality of food, if you're thinking about it, really, like a tangerine and it is like organic applesauce. Versus like, he's probably like, no, I want McDonald's. (laughs) Anyway. He's like a six-year-old that just uh, is a picky eater. I don't need Chick-fil-A. I, do you have any sauce to go with that? Do you have any Polynesian sauce? Do you have any Chick-fil-A sauce to go with that? I w- like you get him a French fry from Chick-fil-A. He's like, what about sauce? <laughs> Did you get the honey roasted barbecue? You can have it. You can keep that. It's like, no thanks. Just I'm not. Just drugs for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. I only do drugs. I'd be like, okay, hold on then. Say less. Yeah, I will get you, like, what do what do you need? And he's like, I need an ounce, a gallon of heroin. Dude, I couldn't believe it, though. That's I mean, insane. I love the homeless, the, too. Isn't the it's just, saying beggars can't be choosers? That's what I was taught. Dude, I'm not he, here to judge. That's no. not what I'm saying. Sorry and if our listeners way, already but. heard pod one about homeless people, so mm-hmm. we're good. Yeah. Cu- no, similar, tracks you know, similar feelings. I want to do my part. And always. I, I pity them always. Blame. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. It's But that's hilarious. The world is a tough place. Yeah. Let's just say that. Yeah, and Even, I envy their lifestyle a lot, too. Yeah. Have you just, uh, um, listened to any or read any Eckhart Tolle books? Like power of you now. lost me at red. Uh, have you streamed any of his Twitch? <laughs> <laughs> no, but what? Say more. No, Eckhart Tolle. He um, so he's like I guess a philosopher. Um, I don't know what what you'd consider him, but author. And his whole thing is just about being present in the moment. Like that, that's the only thing you ever have, right? There is no future. There is no past in mm-hmm. a way. Like it's only the moment you have right now being present in that moment that's why i have this little now no. tattoo oh um, you got that after you read some of his swag it was part of it um it's just also like becoming a dad i wanted to remind myself just with how crazy you know living in a digital world and all the notifications and distractions we have all the time like i don't want to be the dad that's like not putting there. an iphone or an ipad in front of my kid or like my kid all they want think about this like as a kid, all you want is the attention of two people, you know, your parents, basically. Yeah, to play. Nothing else. Yeah, just to play. So I don't want to be, and I'm not perfect, of course. I'm, you know, it's a daily not thing true. I'm working on or struggling with. But not true. I just don't want my kid growing up, like, you know, my face in my phone or whatever. Um, but anyway, back to The Power of Now. He's got several other books, um, super interesting stuff, but... He 
was i think he was homeless i think he sat on like a park bench for like two or three years and just had like a really big like spiritual awakening but yeah so like envying That's that is in some ways as you know fucked up as it is and unfortunate those situations can be it is interesting to think like if you just removed everything out of your life like all the distractions all the responsibility like and just lived you know that's kind of what we're supposed to do that's what we're designed for and that's why your bot are so many bodies fail is because the current system does not work it's like there to suck you to suck the life out of you you're a commodity yeah like you're a commodity you're a, like when you look you know and i i love your vo- viewpoint on this but like the food industry and like what what you see what we do to to crops and to livestock um i mean w- <laughs> how much different are we yeah to the people that like are in charge <laughs> no i think a lot of people are waking up to that i th- i kind of wonder if you know of course they're going to frame this like the tiktok situation in the united states of oh give biden the power to ban tiktok or whatever you know it's already banned on government devices and everything else and other countries are following along but i almost wonder fbi is going to show up at your door but (coughs) i almost wonder if like the reason they want to ban tiktok is because the rate at which information is now being passed is something that they can no longer keep up yeah i mean that's why like you know the catholic church like or whatever church of england like burned all of the books right it's like mm-mm. Mm-mm. so i i mean there are some legitimate security threats for sure but for them to pin it all on tiktok right now because it is probably the most damaging app out there especially for the youths i don't use it so i really don't so you sent me a meme on there the other day but it's like once every three to f- yeah. six months but i don't i have never use that app seriously yeah i resisted it for a long time it's just becoming more it's harder to ignore as an advertiser you have to know yeah you're in the you're in the that's why i you know this is my messed up uh justification for being as addicted to my phone as i am is you know i do have to keep a pulse on like changing trends and topics and i mean what tiktok did to the ad industry i mean everything is short form video now everything reels is just would you say that the real grandfather is vine then vine was the first short video they just didn't capitalize on because they died because there were no new users it wasn't growing Mm. but tiktok exploded yeah exploded it's really interesting i mean i think whether it was TikTok or, you know, some other anyway, app yeah. or whatever, yeah. that's the way that the internet was going. I mean, the the language of the internet is video. So I would I would disagree with you. You wanna know really? why? Yeah, let's hear it. I actually posted a meme on this on my Finsta too. Or a, it was just a post. I'm sure nobody understood what the fuck I was even talking about. But you strip like the audio or video, because how many still shots have you seen from TikTok where it's just like somebody screenshotted it and it's just the text? If you take the text out of TikTok, none of it makes sense. 
It's not the video. It's not the length the of the video. The caption. Thank you. Sorry. Oh. I'm stupid. No, no. Pardon my idiocy. I wasn't sure if you meant like a Twitter screenshot that ended up on no. TikTok. Or if you're well, but like that too, though. That too, though. Screen. Like, so uh, the caption itself makes the videos. Because re- you read what it says real quick, and then someone adds. Like, if you take that out, how many videos on TikTok are you watching? If you take the text out. Yeah, I mean, I see your point. I don't, I don't disagree and, with it, but I also yeah, think that I'm just being a, I'm being an academic here with this, but well, no, it's interesting because like a, one of the best practices, right, as an advertiser, is like make sure you do have those captions on. So yeah, if you're running a video and someone's talking, if it's just like background music, who cares? But yeah, a lot of people do listen or excuse me, scroll the apps on silent, you know, with no audio, and so Interest. that's why the captions are so important. That's that. Well, yeah, because how many people are sitting on their phone at work? Yeah, exactly. I mean, TikTok is honestly harder to do that. Like, I don't get on TikTok unless I'm like objective, nothing going on on the couch by myself or something. Like, even being in a room of people on TikTok, you're just like, what the fuck are we doing? (laughs) Yeah, human interaction. No, please. (laughs) No. Yeah, I'm not really. I don't really know too many people like that. Cause I can't, I can't spend time with them. I can't hang. T- I can't. It's, it's. You're making it hard to just be like. <laughs> yeah. You're I, making the easiest part of spending time together the hardest. Well, I think it. There's a threshold because, like, with your spouse, for example, like you're spending every moment together, basically, especially when you know you work from home or something. So there are moments when we're both just like, oh, you know, kids asleep, we can chill, like decompress and it's lame i'm not saying it's cool i don't i don't condone it but it happens but yeah no if you're gonna go hang out with someone or like you know we go to saint george or something um with my wife's family and all of her siblings are on their phones it's just like why did we drive four hours what are we doing here yeah you know well, and it's just our society. Yeah, well, and I, I, I'll excuse the people that already struggle to be involved, but it's the people where you're like, dude, you're actually really fun to be around, and you're just glued to your phone. You need to cut that shit right now. Yeah. You know, where other people, you know, they, they don't want to, you know, input or anything like that. They're more on the quiet side. They got, like, that sense of humor, so they'll laugh because – you know they're still paying attention they're just Courtesy not like laugh. <laughs> or they're a good they're good at laughing yeah. they have like a cute laugh yeah that's, that's what they're for yes yeah and everyone loves the them for squad. it yeah. yes they're exactly you you're a cheerleader yeah yeah so i'm not talking love to those people. people um it's uh, yeah it's the people that you know better than to not be sitting on your goddamn phone boy like yeah. g- get off um oh for sure Unless, unless, unless you are responding to somebody. I think that's what's okay. If somebody's reaching... On your phone. Yes, on your phone. And I tell you why, because it's not... See, I see a lot of people. A lot of people. And I got... People got after me. I used to be this person. I think that's why I say this, is... People are like, oh, you took, like, days to respond or, like, you missed this, you missed a call, you didn't get back. And I saw everything. I would see everything. I would just 
take time to respond Mm -hmm. thinking that whatever else I was doing was more important. And then you meet up with them and they'll like kind of say something like you're a shitty texter or whatever. And then eventually like it just kind of hit me. I'm like, I am. And it like affects the relationship. So these people, me back then, because I, this would cross my mind too. Like, okay, my relationships with people aren't the same. Mm-hmm. Um, but more so what I'm getting at with some other folks, and it used to be we, because I was there, they like will bitch and complain about like not having relationships or whatever, but you don't respond. You don't. Dude, it's so, it's so easy. Now, you're a father, so... Okay, I don't have a child. I'm not. I'm. I have you the. Might. Somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let me know if I accidentally planted seed. His you know, phone hit number me is up. on episode. One. Yes. So reach out. Um. Actually, that's funny that I just remember because ever since I put my phone number on there, I've gotten random texts just saying hello <laughs> from numbers I don't have. So. I actually don't know if somebody how somehow somebody's finding the pod and then te- texting me. <laughs> yeah, you keep saying, "Oh, no one listens, no one listens." <laughs> Do you know how the internet works? Maybe it's there forever. It is. It's already on Reddit. It is Everyone's mostly because you're uploading. My it. identity is already on Reddit. Yeah, and this is your boss yet. is already emailing you. Yeah, because she's listening live. Mm-hmm. She's got the live stream to we my have computer. Our, our one. Live listener. Because on, uh, on episode two that you haven't finished yet, th- I gave out my IP address and stuff to my computer so people can just extract all the files from my documents. So phone number episode one, IP episode two, anything I'm just leaving. Three. I'm just leaving breadcrumbs for yeah. anybody to just can we get expose your, me. your social real quick? I already gave out my social. It's on my, it's on my, it's in my bio on Instagram. <laughs> I got it tattooed <laughs> on my on my palm or on my what's this part like the other side of your anterior palm the back of your hand the back of my there's there's a name for it though what's the back of your hand called the anatomical you know word for the back of your hand is it just anterior palm <laughs> I have no idea what okay here's a little pop quiz pop, you ready Uh-oh. we're nearing the end we'll we'll kind of end on a pop quiz what is posterior and anterior for like your anatomical like which one's which i don't know i mean i i studied anatomy and stuff if you had to guess which one's which i just deleted it from my memory no posterior is front anterior is back so that it would be yeah. So it's anterior palm. Um, one of my best friends, older brother, guess what his quote was in high school, senior year quote in the yearbook. In the yearbook, what? The back of your back <laughs> is your chest. <laughs> it's an all-time line. That's so funny, I dude. Still say that There's so I get. People have some funny shit in their senior quotes. Mm-hmm. Uh, redacted, hers, um, she put... Um, Taylor Pedersen is the coolest person in the world. Wow. What an honor. <laughs> yeah. And that lives forever. Yeah, and she, 
And she was like, I, I would say people knew who the hell she was for like obvious reasons. Um, so the fact that I'm the senior quote under her photo, that's, I still think about that. You basically got a double, I, double feature in the yearbook. Yes. Well, and on my senior yearbook, I'm on the front page, my face. Wow. With braces. This guy. It's bad. I didn't know I was in the presence of that a was celebrity. the that was the beginning of the end. You peaked. Oh, dude, without a doubt. I don't think one good thing has happened since high school. Don't say that. B- prove me wrong. I don't know your life. Except for maybe they invented the spicy chicken sandwich. Inflation, though. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. Yes, dude, inflation has been so bad, but um uh you still ha- you said you had a question for me. Okay. You have one question and you've gone an hour for getting one un question. This was this has been loaded up for a while, so here it is. I've got it on the iPad just so I wouldn't forget it. Please. Have you ever seen a cat's penis? <laughs> no one has. Hot take. Nobody has. If you can, if nobody has seen a cat, no, cats don't have them. Every cat is female. They spawn from just dumpsters. They're random, spontaneous combustion. I agree. It's like friction, you know? All of a sudden, there's just flames with the right. You don't even, we don't even know what they look like. If they do have them, no one knows what they look like. Are they like retractable or something? Have you seen what a duck's penis looks like? No. You need to look that shit up right the F now, dude. And all of the hundreds of billions of people listening to this pod, a duck's penis is absolutely insane, dude. The riz that the ducks have below the belt this is why ducks are everywhere too all the female du- what's a female duck they're all just ducks right yeah i think there's no like female name for a duck whoa dude they're hung <laughs> they hung spiked they are i mean it's the size of their entire body but a goose um, a goose though kind of Oh, I don't know what a goose. We've got the goose comparison here. Oh, but and you're looking at like the, um, yeah. It's on a it's on a private browser, but it is coming from your IP address. So, (laughs) so I'm going into the images because there's like one that comes from like a, uh, like a science book. You don't have my Wi-Fi. Yeah, see, this is the one that normally comes up. Is like that. What is, that's what is that? Well, what is what is that? Sh- uh, for everyone that doesn't have a phone on them right now, how would you describe that? Which cock? is no one. Nobody. They're playing this podcast from the radio. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's like. Yeah, I bet you like a cat's a, is really close <laughs> to something like that. Because you didn't know what a duck's was before today, too. Not really my 
Excuse me. You're not a big dog not my guy. Area of expertise, just penises. What about cats? Uh, I don't hate cats. I think cats are. I don't trust. Well, cats. you own a you own, I a, own dog. a dog. I'm a dog owner. Uh, yeah, which I heard there was some slander. <laughs> was that really that. slander? Was it slander? Was it slander esque? Can we play it back? Yeah, over the top of this. I think if I can recall, the worst thing that I said was just that I couldn't own one. I like being around them. I just couldn't own them. I. That's fair. Because I, I know my limitations. I think that's how... I don't know. I would consider getting a cat. I think they're just untrustworthy. Like, you talked about in episode one, like, if you died, they would just huh. carry on with your life. Indifferent. Take it a step further. If you die alone in your house with a cat, they will eat your yeah. eyeballs. Yeah. Confirmed. Yeah. It's in... It's in... You know whose eyes got eaten? You're no. kidding, right? No. Oh, Gordon B. Hinckley. His cat ate his eyes. No. Look it up. You're telling me they didn't have like the SWAT team on there on him? Do you remember when he passed away? Yeah. Were you in the car on the way to school? That's where I was. No. I think. I don't know. I, it wasn't. It didn't leave that much of an impression on me. And I couldn't tell you. I remember Fuck where I em. was on 9-11, which was also brought up on this pod. But <laughs> 9-11, dude, is crazy. Yeah. Well, for people our age... That's you want to talk about the earth peaking. Second grade. We life we saw two planes fly into a building and literally since then Allegedly. nothing. Well, they well, they did, but whether no, I'm, I'm joking. Did they though? Um ever since they hit the two towers, I don't think anything has economically and this Economy, nothing good has happened since then. Nothing. I wouldn't say it's because of that. Oh, it was. It was <laughs> because. This is just late stage. You know when you're walking down the street and then all of a sudden your OCD kicks in and you can't step on a crack in the sidewalk or else you think that you're going to get hit by a fucking bus if you do? That, the two towers falling and get hit by planes was the crack in the sidewalk for the universe. Hot take. Economically speaking. Unless, I I like, know. there's zero correlation. There was no, but it was causation. There were no bad things that happened before 9-11 either. None. <laughs> name one. I'll wait. I don't know. I can None. Only good things. Mm, debatable. O- Maybe if you're a white person. I can't think of one bad thing in history before 9-11. Shut up. None, except for maybe the um, fraudulent creation of the Book of Mormon. That was probably the second worst thing in history behind 9-11. I don't know. <laughs> I, have to, I have to debate that. <laughs> well, yeah, in all seriousness. I mean, 9-11, see, w- we should actually forget 9-11. Like, the never forget... The fact that we obsess over it is weird. Yeah. Like why do we why do we obsess over that and like value I mean, I'm not trying to degrade the people that actually passed away sure. that day. Yeah. But it's the fact that all of a sudden those people were so much more important and then like whoever did it, it was like the revenge on top of that 
after. I wish I kind of wish I wish I was older during that time, so I could have heard the radio and paid attention a little bit more and just kind of had like a more. Not like I couldn't do that right now and just dig up all the things that were happening at that time. I just I'm, I have zero interest in it. Yeah. Um, but like, why was that driven? Like, especially when there were no facts. It's still gray. It's yeah. still a gray area. There's so many things in question. Um, and we all know it, right? But, like, the fact that it's, like, the never forget 9-11. Like, we're still singing the national anthem with, like, 9-11 pictures in the background and shit. <laughs> yeah. I don't get the obsession. There's been so many horrible things since then, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. I mean, at this point, we can't even... We can't even pretend to keep up with all the horrible things that happen on a daily basis. If you do, you'll go insane. You at some point, literally for your own mental health or whatever, you have to, you just have to not care. Yeah. Because stuff happens every day. I mean, natural disasters, all these different things. Yeah, Um, even Katrina. Or all the hundreds and thousands of hurricanes that have hit the South. Yeah. What about all the people and businesses and all that have died? Well, During I think all this because time? it was such a big, like, abnormal, you know, avoidable event, and whether you believe it was, you know, an inside job like, or not, yeah, to- whatever. Uh huh. Um, I think it's because it was so like shocking, and so whoever was behind it, you know, mission accomplished, right? That's what they wanted. They wanted some big event, chaos, whether it was to distract people or to wake people up or to cover something up. i mean i don't know i don't i'm sure there's yeah because all the there, but people's privacy after 9-11 is just oh well like um tsa oh yeah yeah completely was like pointless such a fuck ass waste yeah. of time yeah nobody's like yeah, dude we could go on for a hundred years on 9-11 yeah well <laughs> it's just modernity right modernity, dude pronounce that modernity yeah when do you have to go dude what time is it 10 20 minutes oh we're chilling bro so do you want to keep talking about 9-11 no okay that's i don't want to talk about do you have a favorite conspiracy take well no not and it could be your own conspiracy like homemade conspiracy I don't even know. I mean, if you don't use TikTok that much, it may be hard to relate, but everything is under question now. Oh, really? I mean, is that what TikTok is? Well, that's why I that's why I do think that at some point the government is worried about it or scared by it because you think about Instagram, right? And any platform has its own uses. I only think about Instagram, by the way. Well, TikTok is a lot more just like fast moving information it's a lot less i wouldn't say less it travels quick too but it just travels so quickly you go viral in an instant yeah and anyone can oh yeah i posted one video on tiktok it got 800 views in one day i had no followers yeah i had zero followers you compare that to (laughs) tiktok or sorry to sorry sorry to cut you off no you're good i mean you, uh, you know this as an advertiser because you have to be native to that platform. You're not going to go on Reddit and start posting like Instagrams, right? Mm-hmm. You're using Reddit for a completely different purpose. So um, I don't know. Each one kind of has its own use, and I think that's why we bounce between them, right? You're not using the Twitter the same way you're using YouTube. 
for example. Fair. Fair. So, I don't know. I think I think people like people are concerned by TikTok for several reasons because it is super fast moving, hard to regulate. Anything could show up in anyone's feed. Um well, yeah, I don't know where we were going with this. Honestly, well, I said your own conspiracy. Oh, yeah. So So you have getting one, yeah. on TikTok. I mean, everything is uh, up for discussion and debate on the platform. You get is that a good or a bad enough, thing? More I mean, pros or more cons? Or is it net neutral? It's It depends on you <coughs> as the consumer. And it's up to you to differentiate. And there's it's really hard, and there's no like silver bullet. But I think it's up to you is to that? differentiate what you are going to continue to you know, invest time and energy into and what you're not. But I don't know. There's so much on there. Like you could, you could get on there and within a couple days, you might believe like the earth is flat. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, cause people are just, they're so committed to like, and maybe they're, I think there's both sides where you have bots and people that are trying to cause like deception and just like chaos. Is that also a problem on TikTok? Oh, I'm sure it is. How oh. can it not be? If any account can potentially go viral, oh. you know, you could now push whatever. Well, dude, have you seen those, uh, that f- those female like uh, filters? Yeah. I've seen a lot of that. Where like it's, well, what's crazy is it's a the beautiful deep, looking like girl, natural, okay. and then it, like just adds those like uh, automatic appealing like, like features. Yeah, it's it, but it looks really good. As in, like, I don't think the girl with the filter looks better. It's just the fact that it doesn't look like a filter at all. Yeah. And I will say that, like, being on dating apps and matching, well, I'm only using girls because I'm, I'm straight, and so I'm only going out with girls. I'm sure guys are doing it, too. Um, but There's even, they, like, the young filter, too. Or, yeah. I've seen that one. Well, yeah, because you go out with them, and you're like, you're literally not even close to what and i would call you so you're real i hear your voice you're a girl you know a lot of girls are in the you know you're like hey like she answers the phone and it's like you know oj simpson on the other side it's like yeah i'd be like okay um i'll see her later dude dude (laughs) bro yeah so i mean yeah so to answer your question yeah you're right like, I mean, so if there, if you can teach a bot to, you know, or, you know, have the technology to be able to create a fake account, um, then yeah, I guess so. But I don't, yeah, I, I, you know, I don't know how I've stayed away from TikTok. Stay away. Yeah. I just well, when it came, my, oh, I just see the 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 users, <laughs> the clientele, yeah, and I'm like, I'm good. That's all you need to see. Yeah, it's almost like looking at what uh, vapes do to your lungs, and I'm like, yeah, I don't need to try those. I don't like those. Yeah, no, never so, touch this stuff. Never. So, yeah, I'm not gonna use TikTok. Because everything, like a lot of the heavy users, they can't, they actually can't go 15 minutes without 
bringing it into conversation. Not that it's like a stupid thing that they're bringing up or whatever. It's just the fact that they have to use the word TikTok. They can't yeah. just because I read a book. I've been reading like Dostoevsky and stuff for the past couple of years. I read things in there. If I read it, it's now mine. It's mine. I just regurgitate it. Your worldview now. Yeah. Yeah. I just regurgitate it. But everyone does that. But TikTok users, TikTok, I, I, I ooh, ooh, TikTok on TikTok. I saw this video. Well, and everyone like, starts sounding the same too because all of the lingo. You know how you know yeah. how like in high school maybe you started hanging out with a new friend and they talked a certain Lingo. way and you're like ooh I like this oh yeah words. well that's how we, you so and I became friends state or something and they like they talk a little differently than you you start picking up on those yeah. things so I've noticed that I work with a lot of like Gen Z girls uh-huh. and so like the oh it's giving this vibe or whatever like that's such a common thing that I swear is just a TikTok-esque like vibe yeah like saying the word vibe well it's giving it's giving it just means like oh it's giving this vibe it's giving mm -hmm. so just that little catchphrase they just say it's giving and then the term or the yeah it's It's giving giving uh yeah or like it's giving uh a sus vibe it's Mm -hmm. giving a yeah it's giving miley cyrus and then it's just like oh it's so it's translation that she would do or something that she would say yeah it's kind of whack but and it's because that's that's the uh uh uh, god damn it fuck it's that's the um like whatever the trending yeah yeah, it's it's the trending video uh what is the word i'm looking for bro trend no, not trend. It's just like the the way that a video is made. You lost me. Fuck me so hard in my back door. I can't whatever. So here's my thing with TikTok though. Okay. <clears throat> for anyone that cares. I do feel like TikTok has gotten extremely good at their algorithm. And understanding what hooks people and then people lean into that right so once you figure out that formula because at the end of the day it is a formula even if the algorithm is changing i mean you know you can look at like average watch time on instagram facebook it's three seconds so that's like a benchmark if you can get someone to watch at least three seconds you're like oh this is a good piece of content three seconds we are in the era of the goldfish <laughs> and literally <laughs> so i think that TikTok's gotten really good at grabbing and maintaining attention, but I think the thing that ultimately will lead to TikTok's demise at some point amongst consumers is, is that how I wanted to be spending my last two hours, right? Because you can just get sucked in and scroll, 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 scroll. And just because it's good at keeping your attention and getting you to watch after two minutes, because a lot of them string you along, right? They'll give you breadcrumbs. So you keep watching three okay. minutes, four minutes, and then it's like, okay, stay tuned for part two. And you're like, God damn it. All right. I'm watching part two. Stay tuned for part seven. And you're like, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> and at the end of the day, like, do you get off and feel like you've had a positive experience or interaction? It's actually why like Pinterest has been really popular lately. Cause it's like way more positive 
um, of a platform in general. Mm-hmm. People are positive. It's uplifting. Like you're on there for inspiration. Again, it's just why are people using these platforms? What's the purpose behind it? Is yeah. it a grandma on Facebook who literally is lonely and just wants to talk and be heard and have her opinion out there? Is it Instagram where you want to show the highlights of your life and like have this really nice curated feed? Or is it TikTok where you just want to be literally entertained? And I say that, but really it's like distracted from your life, right? Yeah. Or whatever's going on. So what's Twitter? The best. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I also have a love hate with Twitter. I think it depends heavily upon what kind of account following you. because who you follow is how you're being introduced to new content. Whereas like TikTok, it's based on what you interact with. Yeah. Do you like it? Do you share it? How long are you spending? Yeah. They see you're like, just because it hooks you and you're now you're watching 15 seconds, 30 seconds. TikTok is now, Oh, they're interested in this. Even if you just watched it because you were curious, you're now going to start getting fed more and more of that because you engaged with it. Yeah. So whenever like I used to laugh back in the day when dudes would be like, bro, I'm just, I just get all these like nude chicks on my Instagram feed. I'm like, you did that to yourself, yes. homeboy. <laughs> yeah. Literally though. Cause so you clicked, it's, it's you funny. clicked on the video or the picture. The algorithm yeah. It's, it's like, like you are telling you, you what are, you are. You are the algorithm. <laughs> so that's my beef with TikTok. is as much like I've, I will say literally in the last two or three weeks, I've probably spent more time on the app than I ever have. And I'm, and you've I'm picked this adopter. up. But I'll get off and I'm just like, maybe I learned some interesting stuff, but do I feel more anxious or stressed out about the like outlook on the world, uh, the universe as a whole? Yeah. So I think that's where, you know, you have to be really careful as a consumer to what you're engaging with, because then you're just going to be fed more and more of it. And then you have to ask yourself, like, is that how I wanted to spend my time? And like you said, our our attention is the commodity now. It's literally yeah. the, it's what everyone's buying for. Um, it is more than it's worth, you know, a lot of money and gold and data and everything else. And so uh, it's really interesting. You got to be careful, but it's also like cards are so stacked against you. <laughs> yeah. Like most of the developers yes. in Silicon Slope or Silicon Valley and everything. <laughs> and the slopes and here, the slopes. <laughs> here too. Um, <laughs> But like a lot of the higher ups, like will not let their kids have iPhones and smartphones and like these apps that they've dedicated their life to developing because they're based on human psychology. Yeah. And like you jump on there as a consumer, you're like, oh, this is so entertaining. And like little do you know, you are literally being sold for profit, you know, for profit. It's crazy. Yeah. You got to be super aware. Well, even uh, it's in the food industry, too. They have um, this bacteria that's found in, I think it's in your liver. Mm. Um, and it is what, it's how you crave kind of. So it's probably in your brain too. Um, but it's the bacteria. So the bacteria is obviously not in your brain. Um, but it, I think it's the part that can like communicates with your brain. Okay. And they'll have it in like these Petri dishes. And so when they're creating recipes or a new way to fry the chicken or whatever, based on how the bacteria reacts to the creation, it passes a test. Wow. Yeah. I can't say I'm surprised at all, but I did not know that. <laughs> it's I <clears throat> I saw that video come up because I'm a YouTube rat sometimes. 
it's like when I'm having a hard time sleeping and stuff, one yeah. of those videos came up. And I, I just like your eyes did locking to mine when I said that. I sat there and stared at my ceiling and I was like, literally everything I like is fake. Like the things that I, that I, you know, it's. There are very few real things anymore. (laughs) Literally. I mean. Humans (laughs) and uh, religions and. Everything is fake. It's hard. Like finding like actual genuity. Well, you brought this up earlier and you, you posed the question. We didn't really get to it, but... Oh, we're getting there now. These? We'll end there now. I know I said this 25 minutes ago that we were ending, but we're now... Not, we're not ending. <laughs> no, you ask, like, how are these businesses profitable, right? And at the end of the day, everything trickles down from somewhere, right? Like, you can argue, and it's not even an argument at this point. There are elites that just kind of run the world or whatever. You know, there are few massive big pharma big food corporations that own literally everything that's why you see crossovers between you know kfc and taco bell pepsi and whatever and like that was pepsi because strategy was no one likes our product coke kicks our ass yeah let's go acquire taco bell and kfc and all these and then force our product into Mm -hmm. those restaurants because now you go you can't even get coke you can only get pepsi so anyway, that that's just to illustrate a point of like everything is owned by these singular corporations. And because everything is so driven by, um, you know, profits and it's quarterly, like there's no break from this, right? Like every quarter, these public companies are posting their profits and um, everything, you know, it's all public out there because you've got investors and shareholders and everything that need to make sure that there's continual growth and where does that end like it ends at the consumer you know the the farm factories no i mean it, it ends at cutting costs everywhere oh that that's you what you mean gotcha yeah, cutting costs everywhere that you can so is beef more expensive to get the final product you know into someone's hands compared to like impossible meat or impossible burger one of those things that are like soy and corn based and just terrible for you worse than what that yeah the original product was yeah i mean even and they the, sell it as in like oh this is a, a healthy alternative <laughs> plant-based and i was vegetarian for a while and i, I mean, you were i didn't really do it for moral reasons as much as just like looking supporting at the, the looking at the situation as a whole and was like how can i do my part but you know after a while i was like once you start reading ingredients and seeing things like literally everything is just made from like corn soy. and soy and these oils like hydrogenated vegetable oils and and yeah. different things and yeah it's really interesting there's a ton of just greenwashing out there too of oh this is organic or this is grass fed um but the true you know the true grass fed the people that are doing things the right way and everything like their margin is slim to none so it's way more realistic to operate a successful business that you know is cutting costs at every turn than it really is ultimately putting out a shit product because that's like what's the cheapest and easiest like cheap labor maybe unethical labor all of these things um 
yeah, we were talking about this yesterday, but Will Harris, he's like the owner of this farm, um, White Oak Pastures, but he's been on Joe Rogan and stuff. And he just talks about like a cow in, in nature would probably live 20 plus years. These cows, these calves that are being raised on, you know, these farm factories and everything, they're like two years old when they get slaughtered and they're about you know three to five hundred pounds overweight to what a full like adult cow would be because they're just pumped full of you know hormones Mm -hmm. to grow faster yeah same with the chickens yeah Yeah. it's all fed Mm -hmm. corn and soy and things that just make you fatty or like the amount of like back fat on a piece of meat from a two-year-old calf is way more than like a grass-fed animal that you know a wild ruminant animal that um lived on a pasture and and everything else so it's it all comes down to just profits and i mean this is not it makes you say anyone listening i would hope oh but, uh but yeah it's and and the other thing too is those calves that are two years old and they're slaughtering they probably wouldn't even live past three or four because no. they've just been fattened up and like little like it's just like us you know if we're um seated set it like sedentary lifestyle um you're going to run into all these other health issues and obesity and everything else. And <laughs> yeah, like he was saying like literally these calves that if they didn't kill them at two and slaughter them, cause they've they got to get die. the production out the door. They got to get meat. Like you're not, you're not selling cows, you're selling meat. Right. So there's a difference there and there has to be an event that, you know, changes the product into what it is when it arrives at the, at the grocery store or the restaurant. So, but yeah, those animals would not live much longer than that because we've just like, literally fatten them up to be a product it's it's actually seeing this is kind of circling back to what you said about like you could sit here and look at all these issues online because again we're finding this out because of the internet you wouldn't otherwise know a damn thing um you can get you can spiral so quick and if you're not strong-willed enough to kind of like take that step back and become the homeless man on the bench, um, you can, I mean, dude, it can be, because I would say I got into a, a mood where for some reason I got s- sucked in and I bought into a lot of the stuff that I was seeing online. It didn't last very long, but it completely changed my persona. In what way? In a bad way, as in, like, I I didn't have hope. Yeah. I didn't have, like, it was just kind of like, it, like what you said, every card. Hopelessness. Yeah, yeah. Every card is stacked against you. Like, you can't even sit at the poker table anymore. You can't even play. Don't even bother pick getting a hand and playing one. Yeah. You're going to lose. So it's like finding that. And so you got to find, you know, it's almost like you got to do a hard stop and find something that you can hold on to. Um, But, man. There's, yeah, it's true. And I think especially the pressure that's put on, you know, anyone in society to succeed and, you know, hope for a better life is there's a lot of things you got to you've got to be accountable for and responsible for and take that accountability into your own hands. Um, cause otherwise, you know, things are just going to happen outside of your control and you'll, you'll wake up and just be like, Whoa, like where did time go? Where did my life yeah. go? Where did things go? And 
Uh, I listened to a really interesting book. I'm I'm big on the Audible. I don't I have a hard time reading. I'm trying to do better. Um, uh, but it's it's because of our uh, like short attention span nation uh, that we've but at least we you're in the getting nation. into the books that you want to. But um, this book, Four Thousand Weeks, is pretty interesting. It's a different take. He this guy, um, the author, used to be really big on um, productivity hacks and just like oh, optimizing your time yeah. and all this stuff and he got Dude. to the point where he's like i was actually creating way more work for myself like think about if you sit and answer every email you're gonna wake up tomorrow and you're gonna have more emails. all these responses to your email and it's just <laughs> a perpetual never-ending cycle and so his whole point and i'll keep it brief but <laughs> it stuck with me was like just give up yeah in like a really good way though and yeah like it, it actually changed something for me because I was struggling to kind of keep up with everything. And I'm like, man, like at the end of the day, you know, long work day, be a dad, you know, be a, sp- be a spouse or partner. And then now you got to still think about taxes and savings and finances and paying the bills and all these other just, you know, things that are thrown at you all the time. And I think it's, you know, depending on your personality type, I've always had like a sort of a perfectionist personality type which caused me to procrastinate a lot because i'm like gotta if it's be not done perfect right. or if it's not done right it's, it's not getting to touched yeah. yeah it's or not getting touched four hours of uninterrupted <laughs> flow state that i can get in and like knock this project out uh-huh um but kind of realizing like there were only a few napoleons out there there were only a few einsteins out there so like don't what are you doing yeah to being that person like you're just a normal person the cards are stacked against you it's not like give up in the sense of you know be a piece of shit <laughs> yeah stop caring, die be stop breathing like, yeah stop what, like whatever all this stuff it's more just like let yourself give up that illusion that you're going to be able to get it all done or you're going to be able to do it all and there's a lot of like liberty that comes in that because now you can actually choose what things you want to spend your time on and what things you want to do because at the end of the day like and he makes this point too like settling is a good thing right because you're committing to a plan an action a path right like maybe you're in a relationship and it's not the perfect relationship and you're trying to decide you know do i get married do i pursue this do i pivot Mm -hmm. there's no guarantee you're gonna find someone as good as that person that you're with and i'm not saying settle in the fact of like (laughs) you know, don't be happy in your life. Obviously not what I'm saying, but (laughs) settle by, by making a choice, making a decision, choosing a path because then other things can open up to you. But if you're trying to constantly juggle everything and keep up with everything and, you know, understand and and follow along everything that's going on all the time, like you're going to naturally end up in that burned out depressive state. Um, Yeah. So a lot of like freedom came from that when I listened to it personally, because I was like, wow, it's impossible. So don't try. Yeah. Just focus on what you want to do and what matters to you. And that in itself is kind of like carving out a path in all of this that, you know, makes sense for you. And so don't take life too seriously. Just, yeah, no based. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Adopt the homeless. See, this is why I support them too. Cause like, yeah, they're a lot of homeless dudes aren't worried. They're out there in the freezing fuck ass cold. Dude, I feel so bad for them in the yeah. Utah winters. Like this oh, that we've bro. Had. Oh. Dude, those bro. bro sleepovers, dude, in their tents are probably awful cozy. 
and they probably alternate who gets to be on the ends, you know? That's rough. Run, yeah. Um, but no, I do, th- we'll end on that, because that's good. Um, and I'll add a little uh, cherry on top with the fact that, because a lot of people asked me after I left uh, a faith that I followed the majority of my life, like what I did next, and uh, uh, something that drew me every time to like what I cared about, like what drove me was relationships, just the people around me and just valuing their time and attention. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's not going to go away. Well, and some of those relationships were probably based solely around that religion too. And so you saw as you started to depart from that, how they really started to treat uh, you or yeah. talk about you or yes, whatever gossip, anything. <laughs> um, it puts it into perspective. perspective. Like yeah. Who's the, like, who are the real ones? Yes. Oh, 100%. Because there's a couple I don't hear from them. And we were close. Redacted. Yeah. 100%, dude. So, yeah, it's crazy. Um, and it was hard, too. I feel like, and maybe if we had another two hours, we do. We could get into this. But, yeah, like, there were some people, and I actually lived by you, too. My. When I left, too, my life was so, like, I treated people horribly because I was having such a hard time, like, coping with getting out that, like, I couldn't handle everything everywhere all at once. Isn't that a movie? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, bro, we'll end right there, dude. We're going to throw this one up in 30 seconds. Thanks for having me. Kisses.